Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I don't know shit about fuck. I like sucking. Legit bad podcast. Thank y'all. I'm again. Uh, Welcome to Costco. I love you. He said to send a... He said to send him a scratch and sniff sticker of his butthole. So, or of your butthole. Sorry, not his. Oh, of his. I was like, why would I have that? Janet, didn't you used to do shit like that? What? Scratch and sniff stickers of my butthole? Yeah, like send it to random people on the internet for money or something? No, know. but I did have people that always wanted to buy my panties. Yeah. Okay, that that is the most... I, I cannot believe... What'd you call it? It was like a... It was like some kind of fetish for... Yeah, like, they're fetishes. But there was a yeah. name for it, like money fetish or something, like money panty fetish. Oh, that's fetish. financial financial Fine. domination is when they want to give you money for that's just it. because they want to be controlled. But yeah, there was like all kinds of weirdos. They wanted nail toenail clippings or panties <laughs> or whatever. And I'm what like, what kind of audience did you guys have? Come on, man. Toenail clippings. Hello. No, thank you. That's gross. Wow. That yeah. is fucking gnarly. When we reach that level, I think we're going to stop. Yeah, if somebody no, else. that's when you pick up. I'm send them. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's when you start like, doing two shows a week. That's when you capitalize. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do more? Mm-hmm. I grow toenails pretty fast, so I could make a killing off that. Yeah. My big toenail right now is offensively big. Like there I are people that would pay for that. Cap- we should see how much that goes for on the market. Like I agree. I would... <laughs> we should. Uh, it, does it go by kilogram or? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll take a, an eight ball of your toenails. <laughs> I'm gonna assume I'm gonna assume you have a digital scale in your house so you can measure that light of a weight. I, I might. I can either confirm no. nor deny that. Do we? Does it still work? You just confirmed it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we have a functioning yes. one though. I don't think it matters. <laughs> you gave oh, it away, man. Jen. 
No. We'll have to look at the uh, the market it? rate for toenail clippings, and I'll I'll get back to everybody on that. I would hey, imagine it's no. probably about as high as Bitcoin right now. I oh. think it's gonna be the new Bitcoin. Right. The new Dogecoin. I'll trade you toenails for a side of beef. <laughs> yeah. There's gonna come a time where we're gonna trade and like seeds. Seeds are gonna be the number one currency, and like toenail clippings. In ammo. <laughs> yeah, in ammo. But I think the toenail clippings you could probably melt down into some kind of resin or epoxy or something. You can make you know? glue out of it. Yeah, They're glue. Yeah. yeah. Or you can recycle it. You can make a wig out of it. I don't know. <laughs> Just eat it. Snacks. <laughs> so eat many usages. It's like it's like the new hemp. I think it's kind of like hemp if you think about it. All the different things you can do with it. Yeah, and you can grow it yourself. Put it in one of those cotton things. You know, the cotton weaver or what are those called? A uh, yeah, Jim. <laughs> Bro, imagine if if the government regulated your toenail clippings. Like once they realized that it was valuable, and then they, they tried oh. to centralize it. As soon as there's a currency associated with it, they'll be like, "No, no, no! Your toenails are way too long. They're over you have one." To pay meter. a tax on that. <laughs> yeah. Why are they so yellow? <laughs> well, I think if it's yellow, it's devalued a little bit. Oh, they need to be white. Yeah, the whiter, white the whiter, the better. I mean, because as we it, know, though. Bobby hates Indians. Thank y'all. Come again. <laughs> Dude, I'm he never gonna live that down. Their food. He just hates Bro, I was smelling it today, dude. I was smelling it today. Oh, the curry, the curry powder. Yeah. Now yeah. I will say this: all the uh, all the the natural medicines that they've uh, that I've benefited from, I really appreciate that. But see, don't I look kind of Indian? Like I get mistaken for Indian. I think that's kind of why I'm mad because I'm Italian, kinda Persian. And, yeah. yeah, a little Persian, like yeah. Aladdin looking with a beard, like a skinny <laughs> Aladdin. And you sound yeah, like you make know. dope videos on the internet too. You just have to <laughs> yeah. I have that dope video voice. Oh man, <laughs> dude, did they really take the corn pop video off YouTube? I saw that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they took. So do you it have off. it somewhere? Um, you have an archive. Uh, it's all posted on Rock. Fuck it. Um, I'll have to look it up. I know they took off the. Uh, they took it off of Twitter. That's for sure. So uh, and then I think they also took the cocaine in the Ukraine, the one I did about Joe Biden doing cocaine. Oh, that was uh, great. I'm sorry, Hunter Biden uh, doing cocaine. That, that was, was your funny. video. Oh, I Come didn't on, know. Man. You showed me that. Yeah. Right? Oh, the cocaine yeah. in the Ukraine. Yeah, cocaine in the Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. The corn pop one was just great. I probably watched that ten times in a row. I just had to show everyone at work. You know what the <laughs> best thing is though, like when he's doing these videos and he'll send me the stuff before he actually mm -hmm. puts it out and he's like what do you think of this and i'm like oh my god like dying hysterically and everything is so fantastic yeah yeah i'm a fan I, I'm yeah fan. well you know i always sent uh janet and her husband all the videos because they they always give me honest feedback you know they they when i i met them actually uh when my band performed we used to go to the same club and they were a fan of the music so you know they they're they're very good critics. So I value, always value their opinion. And that's actually how we started talking about everything else. And then I was like, Janet, you need a damn podcast. You're like a, an encyclopedia of knowledge. So I take credit for everything that's Janet's right. done. That's right. You've been hanging out with Tommy way too much. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, guy, it's about but... time I get some credit. Jesus. <laughs> uh, we all know you're the show, so don't be oh, led by that. I tell you what, um, you know, it's kind of cool. And I'm sure you guys have experienced this too. Having, you know, sometimes being the co-pilot, sometimes being the pilot and how to kind of, uh, 
you know, it's a delicate balance. Like when you're the co-pilot, you have to know, pick your, pick and choose your spots to come in on a show, you mm -hmm. know? And then when you're the pilot, you're the director. So you have to direct where the conversation goes and you have to kind of dictate yeah. when it's going off the rails. Like, you know, if we're talking about toenail clippings for 10 minutes or something. <laughs> That's, the rails. That's normal. I don't think no, that is off the rails. <laughs> we've had guests on that are like that where one of yeah. us will have to direct the conversation because we yeah. have something that we can interject with and be like, or the other one will look at each other like, shit, what the fuck? This person's crazy. And then yeah. we have to try to figure out where we're going to go. It's how Every, to get this, like, different too. Y'all have this like secret under the table poke. Like if somebody's acting crazy, that means you talk. You talk. No, it's, it's usually a side glance, like a. No, sometimes I'll grab his. <laughs> I'll grab his leg sometimes and be like, mm -mm. like it's, it's like a, this is fucking weird. No, every, every fucking interview is different, and it is different depending on if you're on somebody else's show or if you're oh, on your yeah. own yeah, show. Definitely. Like we've had shows where we're on somebody else's where I feel like I'm barely doing anything. I'm like, this is fucking easy. Great. And then we've had mm -hmm. real difficult guests. I'm not gonna name names, but real difficult guests where I'm like struggling to keep it going because there's mm -hmm. just nothing happening and I'm like wait I'm gonna pull some shit out of somewhere and just throw mm -hmm. that out there I don't know what's going on yeah yeah, so, yeah we totally get but that by and far I think it's about 90 percent super easy I mean most people especially if they're other podcasters have a a decent understanding of how this shit works so yeah, yeah. And it takes a while too it takes a lot of you make a lot of mistakes man that's for damn sure so I wanted to make sure that before I started my podcast that I, I got a lot of the kinks and the errors out of there especially like the like the fine stuff like you know making sure that you have quality audio and a nice mixing board and and, and the presentation's good you know before i started putting anything out so that was our, about our seven in, but about we didn't seven episodes in. you had yeah. a you had a, a leg your... up though doing yeah. doing no mercy because yeah that's a lot of experience to build your you know our first like i don't know three seasons the audio I would say dick six every months. Time. for probably six months we were um we were hooking Ugh. up to wi-fi and not the ethernet like we weren't hooking up directly to our internet and that caused a lot of problems we were always mm -hmm. like we would get the flashy internet is unstable every single show and we'd be choppy cutting out we thought it was point. everyone else's yeah. internet we're like you suck <laughs> yeah it's true no and then so i actually learned this when i was young uh playing sports uh so I used to like always try to save money on my equipment, you know? So when I played soccer, I'd try to get the cheapest cleats. And then my friend bought these like $200 pair of cleats. I was like, dude, what are you doing, man? He's like, these are my tools. I use my feet every time I touch the ball. So I need to have the best tools I possibly can. And I kind of learned from that. I was like, well, everything I do, I need to have good tools. If I'm a musician, I need to just go all out on the equipment. Cause I've noticed even playing live, like little tiny things can be the difference between you getting a following and you playing the chairs, like lights, smoke and mirrors, like having a good PA system, you know, making sure that the sound quality is good. It's not, you know, ear piercing and the EQs are good. I mean, all those little things that you don't notice are like the fine details that could be the difference between like, you know, you gaining fault, like your content could be good. But if like the, the audio quality is crap, like people will tune out because they'll just subconsciously, you know, not oh, yeah. really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've done that before where we're listening to great shows where the content's amazing and we're just like, fuck this. It's annoying to listen to. We yeah, you're hearing like, like a right. in the background yeah. or it's, yeah, no, it sounds I've like you're in their car. Noise, yeah. We've had plenty <laughs> of those shows too, where it sounded great that the show went awesome. I was stoked with it. And then you go back and listen to it and there's like a clicking the whole time. And that has mm -hmm. to do, I don't know, like disconnects in the mic or whatever. I'm like, God damn it. So I had to <laughs> check, checklist in my mind of like, 
I have to check literally everything every time now. And then we yeah. thought we got it figured out and then there'd be another problem. And it just became a joke after a while. We're like, so every single episode has something and mm-hmm. we find out about it afterwards. So we're just well, not going to give a shit. When we go live on Rockfin, though, it's cool because we have fans that listen and they'll tell us. They'll be like, hey, guys, in a nice way. Hey, I can't hear so-and-so's mic or your audio is weird or you sound echoey. And it's kind. So it's helpful yeah. for yeah. us that we have these little group of fans that help us out. Because we're like, oh, hell yeah, thank you. Well, then you get the odd troll that's like, your mic sucks. Fuck you. I'm like, wow. <laughs> funny, though. Who cares? <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's your life. Not to name so names, sad. but uh, fuck you, Pat Bonnie. <laughs> I He's love like, those people. <laughs> I know, can you imagine what their life is like outside oh, yeah. of trolling people? Like, they're just the worst. Their life is so miserable. Let them do it. Like, huh? You know, I I I worried about that the first like three months. It actually really bothered me. Like every time I had a troll or anytime someone said something negative, or even like I had a couple of weird stalkers and stuff, and then you kind of you know grow immune to it. You know, uh Tommy gave me a good piece of advice. He goes, Don't listen to the 10% that always agree with you, and don't listen to the 10% that always troll. Like, like no, and that's what's funny. That that 80% in between are the ones you will never hear from because they're the normal people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I would hate it if everyone agreed with me all the time. That would be awful because I don't even agree with myself all the time. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, what exactly. do you guys want to get into? What what have you been uh, doing on your show? We haven't even done like an intro of like this is uh Bob from No Mercy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, radio voice. From Ladies first. How you doing, Janet? I am good. Bunny boo 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 boo. How the hell are you? I've been a pretty face. I know, I know. We need to. It's so funny how close we are to each other, and I haven't seen you in, uh, gosh, probably what, maybe two or three months? Last summer. Yeah, last summer. Yeah, it's been last summer. How's the hubby doing? He's good. He's sleeping. Yeah. Like, why? Because of that. Is it still having some effects from the jab, from the mandatory jab? Nah, he has to work tomorrow morning. So, yeah. you know, off to bed early. Got our colonoscopies recently. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So I was told I'm pristine. So I'm a, <laughs> I am a uncluttered organic asshole. There you go. That's me. You're uh, uncluttered yeah. organic asshole. Congratulations. I wish okay, we had sing. to carry your colonoscopy readings know, around right? like, like a COVID card and show it to like show the me your stadiums paper. before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You have a clean I want to see how clean your butt is before you come in here, you dirty motherfucker. Sir, you got a dirty butt. You got you to gotta go. Yeah. We're going to have to do a strip search of this. <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. Um, I We have been talking a lot. Of, there's been so much shit going on like in the world of hip-hop between Travis Scott concert, between uh, Young Dolph in Memphis, who's like associated with a lot of really famous rappers, just had a strange... Uh, he just got murdered in Memphis. But the thing is, is that like his last album was called Paper Route Illuminati. And um, he, you know, Three Six Mafia is famously from Memphis. I mean, think about that, Three Six Mafia. And a lot of people messaged me after the show and they were like, I didn't even put it together that Three Six Mafia means Six 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 Mafia. And I was like, yeah, like this is the scary shit that's happening right now. And then, you know, I turn on this new, 
I love watching new shows to try to figure out all the symbolism that's going on in the shows. Like that's my yeah. thing. So like, mm-hmm. and I ruin it for my girlfriend all the time. Cause she's just sitting there trying to enjoy it. And I'm just like, Oh, check that out. Oh, check this out. So I watched this Kevin Hart. Um, it was called true story. And it was basically about himself. And it, and it felt like a confession to me because what happened was, and I'll just ruin the first episode, not the whole thing. And I, and I did talk about it a little bit on the podcast, but I'll, I'll reiterate um it's it's all about kevin falls asleep next to this woman who ends up dead and the whole thing was about how all these people around him are extorting him you know it's for for money to keep him in the business and a lot i feel like a lot of it with these uh famous entertainers i don't think a lot of them have a choice i think organically some of them are good people and and they end up in these really fucked up situations that they can't get out of and that's what this whole show was and like even in the hotel room, that was like one of the main uh, focal points of the entire series. There was this big like black cube in the center of the room. And there was just a ton of symbolism throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this is his way of like confessing like, yo, like once you get this big, like this is the kind of shit that happens to you. So yeah, would, we just watched that too. And that was funny that you talked about that on your show because we had literally finished that right before you released your show. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when we were uh, watching it, I was like, you know, and him talking about how, uh, like, you got to do things that you don't want to do to mm-hmm. to stay big and stay relevant and, and be in the game. And, you know, and that's the whole thing started with him, like confessing that he had to do bad things. And I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this is going to be something. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it seemed very it's like real. President. It's like a, the president or anyone in power, anyone famous, they all have the same mm-hmm. kind of thing. If you're going to be influential over people in any way whatsoever, there's something else that is like, no, no, no. Here's what you actually have yeah, to We've do. said that Here's a million times. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The way that when, once you get to a certain level, you're compromised to some extent. There's there's no right. getting past a certain level without some blackmail or kitty porn yeah. or the threat of kitty porn or, you know, it doesn't That's have really, to be. Yeah. And I think that's what like on the Lolita. <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, like all these island boys, like Epstein and, and uh, <laughs> Bill Clinton, you know. But that's the thing that people are having a hard time grasping. I actually think Squid Game, believe it or not, is helping because with Squid Game, you see the reality of it that you know about these islands that where they take these peasants mm-hmm. to that are just completely they're all in debt right so when you're in debt you owe and so the entire world really is in debt who are we in debt to i don't know but all these people that are in really fucked up situations uh that's when you can get it taken advantage of and so then they go to this island and they're basically like uh you know horses or or you know gladiators for the elite and they just play these little children's games and the elite just bet on them you know like they're horses and uh yeah exactly just like the coliseum but the number one thing just like you're saying it's all documented there's footage everywhere just like on epstein island that's the number one thing that people forget is that whole island and his uh mansion in manhattan had a surveillance system like the freaking pentagon you know and it's all about recording for the purpose of blackmail i think it stretches as far as like the playboy mansion i think that was another cia psyop in order to mm-hmm. get all these celebrities in with these women and the whole if you look i because I, I talked to people that have been to the playboy uh 
was it Bunny Ranch or no, Mansion or Bunny Ranch, whatever. And they said that every like every inch of that property is being recorded. So once you have somebody blackmailed, you can basically just pivot them wherever you want them to. That's kind of the scary yeah. thing about it. I, I heard Epstein's even had like like bathroom cameras. Like you were on camera taking a shit. Like if that's like like toilet cams, <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> Like in the bottom of the shit. toilet, yes. like take a picture of the poo coming out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, like resting the hole. <laughs> hey, make you come out of there. Get off on that. Just capitalize. There are definitely people who get off everything. on that. <laughs> <laughs> you come out of there. Epstein's like, bro, what did you eat last night? And you're like, what? He's like, what? <laughs> like you had corn. It was the corn. It was the corn from the trip. <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah, yeah that's kind of the kick I've been in, man. It's just, you know, then the whole uh, the Adele show, I watched that pretty much, you know, in its entirety in her little interview with the, in my opinion, the handler, Oprah Winfrey. And it's just, it's disgusting. And then when you see the guest list of who showed up, it's, I mean, I could have, you know how like on our podcast, we would always do like drafts, like celebrity drafts and stuff. Yeah. We probably could have drafted that guest list with like 70% accuracy. It had everybody. It did. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Or you know. I mean, even when I saw Dwayne Wade and his wife, I was in Gabrielle Union. I was like, dude, this is it's too easy now. I'm just surprised Celine Dion wasn't there. That was the only one I was shocked. But she's a diva, so they get jealous of other divas. Hey, I can't just have say in regards yeah. to the draft, um, I do know somebody that may or may not be on the show this evening that won the COVID draft. Oh, you smoked it. Why do you think we stopped talking about it? <laughs> Tommy couldn't handle losing. Bing, bing. Hell no. COVID draft. Wait, you guys have to tell me about this. I'm out of the loop. Oh, we did a whole, uh, like, you know, fantasy football style draft where we drafted, like, elites and, like, politicians that we thought were going to get COVID for the purpose of, you know, perpetuating the vaccine. And, you know, can you remember at the yeah. beginning, all these celebrities were getting COVID? So we were like drafting people who we thought were going to get it. So like, if you, here's how it worked. Like if somebody around you got it, you got like three points. If, if like the celebrity got it, they got six points. If they died, they got like 20, we got 20 points if they died. But there was other rules. Cause I drafted like the queen of England. So because she was over 90, I couldn't get death points. I mean, we, we thought about everything you could possibly oh, think of. Mm -hmm. Because I was just drafting people. old people. I like it. Getting <laughs> getting the vaccination on TV. Oh yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, a lot of that. I forgot about that. So I was drafting like queens and princes, and you were going after like CEOs and other people. Politicians and politicians yeah. and CEOs. And I hit like oh, all dude. of my top players right off the bat. So yeah, I was in good shape. <laughs> yep. That's funny because politics turned into like reality TV for people in 2020. Kids even mm -hmm. gave a shit about politics. And that was never a thing. When we were little, I didn't give two shits who the president was. But now I see people posting on Facebook that their kids are all concerned about the election or who's running for office. And nobody fucking cared about that. But they turned that yeah. into most important people. So, yeah, seeing those people, those are the most influential people now. Well, I, you know, yeah, and Tommy and I debated this a lot. And this is debated a lot because, you know, we we have differing opinions of what the Trump presidency was. And I said, if you just take away the man himself and just say what happened during the presidency, it woke up everybody. I wasn't mm -hmm. I wouldn't be talking to you. 
it, it made everybody pay attention. If Hillary Clinton had won, the train would have just kept moving and everybody would have still been asleep and the machine would have kept going. What, what the Trump presidency did is it exposed all the tyrants on both sides of the, of the, of the coin. And you could tell mm -hmm. very easily. And it was always the ones that were extremely vocal against Donald Trump that you could tell right away. And you can still tell. So all it was, it was like shining a, a light on everybody and just watching the little roaches scatter. And that's what was so great about it. I mean, dude, they're having to take away the, the dislikes uh, on uh, on YouTube. That's what they're <laughs> resorting to now because like the president's getting ratioed so bad that YouTube's taking away dislikes because it might like harm people's emotions if their videos get, get out of here. <laughs> everybody knows why they're doing that. It's not harming Biden's emotions. He doesn't even know where no. the fuck he is. He doesn't know where he is. What do y'all think about the uh, presidential seal being blurred out? And then they were saying that, you know, um, did y'all see that when he was signing the, uh, which which bill was it? The infrastructure bill? Infrastructure. The president, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the presidential seal was blurred out on, on Kamala Harris's uh, Twitter well, we page. all know he's on a true. set. He's on a fucking yeah. set. I would say most yeah, of the yeah. time. I mean, we saw the behind the scenes from the uh, when he got his booster shot, apparently, which was probably saline. Could have been the booster because he seems to have taken a downhill turn since then. But we all yeah. know it's uh, on a set now. So, yeah, maybe it's blurred out because the green screen fucked up. You know, who fucking knows? <laughs> I think they you know what? That's actually stupid. Yeah. They can just do it. They're like, oh, we kind of fucked up on this one thing. And the yeah. conspiracy theorists who are not really conspiracy theorists, just people who pay attention Tossers in real life, the people who actually pay attention to things might notice. So they'll blur it out and just be like, oh, whatever. Because I think yeah. they'd rather blur it out than have a defect show because people... People are bringing things to light now. Things are happening. People are paying attention more. Like their whole world is shutting down. I see positivity in the future. I was not. I do too. Positive. I was going to ask you too. that next. Yeah. Actually, is how you feel about the future in the next. I usually feel... close out with this, but how do you feel no, about I... six months? Here's why I I very positive. I, I know this is strange, but the let's go Brandon shit. And the fact that it became a, a worldwide phenomenon that kids were doing it on TikTok, that songs were reaching number one to where they get taken off YouTube, that shirts were being made. I'm seeing people wearing them all the way Pickers. that they're chanting it in stadiums. And essentially what it means is fuck Joe Biden without saying fuck Joe Biden. That's how I know that they're losing. And uh, all these major media conglomerates are being propped up. That's all it is. They're being propped up, you know, with the, uh, you know, and there, it should, you know, it's the same thing like with CNN. Uh, what's keeping them alive is like uh, airports and gymnasiums and and restaurants. But nobody's yep. watching that shit. Nobody. I mean, like seriously, like content. They're they're afraid of people like us. That's why I think content creators uh, rule everything, and that's why they're scared of content creators. Which is why they're 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 seizing up YouTube and trying to turn it into cable 2.0 right now. You know. Yep. Well, and then you know, got fired from CNN too. That's I mean, what that's I was just going to say. Yeah. yeah. That uh, Jim Acosta and Brian Stelter did this whole segment on, on Cuomo getting fired from his job and how <gasps> shock and all that they were that he lost his job. And we don't have all the details yet, but, you know, and it, it was funny that that was like a very long segment about, and, you know, Cuomo and then course brian stelter had another segment where he thinks all the memes need to be taken down because 
They're full of false information. Good fucking that's like luck. saying that's like saying we need to take away comedy clubs. Yeah, that's literally what you're saying. Like we need to take away jokes. I think Imagine they want to do that. I'm pretty yeah. sure they do want to do that. That's what yeah. I thought of too. With the memes taking down memes, it's like saying cartoons shouldn't exist. Like I thought of yeah, cartoons. Right. Like cartoons no should satire. not be like children's shows. Nope, that's all fake. Like we don't need to see reality all the time. If you're too fucking retarded to discern what is real and what is not, yeah. uh, good luck. Enjoy your life. No, make of it what you yeah. will. Like what what happened to that? Like here's some funny stuff or some crazy satire make of it what you will no now it's like they're they're pinpointing every little thing and they're like no you said the instead of and false information fuck well, you that's you're gone. just a red flag though that just shows that those things that they're trying to take down are obviously the things we should be paying attention to Bingo. it's very clear so if they're yeah, like yeah. if they're harping on something like oh no 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 fact check fact check as soon as i see fact check i'm like oh that's an important thing that's <laughs> something i should pay attention to and i should go in that direction it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And anyone who doesn't think that way, I feel sorry for. I do. Well, I, I just, I just think, you know, like you were saying, like the whole world's inverted. So I've started to do this, like, okay, let's take certain either infamous people or people that are not getting the heroes welcome or like I, my whole show is about comedy, right? And how comedians are the best philosophers. And that's why they're attacking good comedians that and they're diluting it with shitty comedians because comedians see outside the the uh x the zeros and ones you know they're, they're able to see from the outside and make fun of it that's where they get their jokes from is being able to look at everything from an outsider's perspective but they're in visionary as well but um you know my whole deal with comedy is that if you get rid of it and it's oftentimes a way to judge how free a society is. So if we don't have free comedy, then we don't have free ideas, then we don't have a, a clear vision. So that being said, um, I always hated Jerry Seinfeld and Jay Leno. And then I, I, I took a step back. I said, why did I always hate Jay Leno? It's because everybody talks shit about Jay Leno, the Howard Sterns, everybody. And then I went back and I listened to old Jay Leno and he's shitting on Obama in his monologue. He fucking lit it. If you have not heard this, go look up Jay Leno's monologues where he just shits on Obama during his presidency, like talking about like Fast and Furious and stuff. And then I'm sitting here mm -hmm. thinking, wow, maybe that's why fucking Jay Leno got, you know, listen, when you're a late night talk show host, you step on people, you piss people off. But nobody talks about Jay Leno anymore. And here's the other thing Jay Leno did, which I loved. He looked at his comedy as currency. So all these comedians are doing their specials. Once you do that, your joke is dead. What he does is he's, he's done like the same routine, basically, in this comedy club. You don't record it. And he's been able to monopolize on this product for a long time. So he thought very economically about his comedy. I see the same shit with Mel Gibson, who gets kicked out of Hollywood. I see the same thing with fucking Jerry Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. I don't hear Jerry Seinfeld saying anything. And I always thought he was kind of a dick. But then I listened to him speak and I'm like, wow, that guy just tried to maximize his potential of a show and he doesn't get involved in all the dumb fucking uh, status quo bullshit. And he even oh, he says it himself that he won't go to the colleges because it's too much PC shit going on. So, yep. you know, right. yeah. Anywho, that's my I fucking think, rant. I think people night. made fun of Jay Leno because of his chin. I don't think they <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody shit on him. Letterman did Conan, uh, Stern. Uh, I mean, all like your, you know, all your uh, who's who shit on Jay Leno. And then I always wondered why. It's the same thing with Trump. Like Leno got the Trump treatment. 
And, and I was like, okay, well, who's speaking for Jay Leno? Who's speaking for Tim Allen? Who's speaking for Rob Schneider? Who's speaking for Jim Brewer? You know, like some of those comedians that kind of go at it. Jim Brewer just had a rant and they fucking yeah. went nuts on him, calling him goat boy anti-vaxxer and all this shit. <laughs> Rob yeah. Schneider is another amazing one. His, I actually opened a Twitter account just to follow Rob Schneider because he's so fucking funny. He's not really funny, just amazing with his tweets about the vaccine because it's not mm -hmm. he's he's not like, I don't know, he's not open about it. He's just like really like backhand about it. Exactly. What you said about it. That's, what, that's what's yeah, great. About it. Yeah, that's what's great about it is like you can tell a comedian's intention by their backhanded comments a lot of times, yeah. you know, so they're not always going to tell you how they feel straight up. They're going to give you a backhanded way of letting you know where their opinion lies, you know, but I've always right. said this and a lot of these comedians are really just entertainers in general. The ones that don't say shit are usually the ones that have a good head that, that know really what's going on. It's all these mm -hmm. fucking psychopaths that, that are Kimmel. running their mouths. Yeah. And that, yes, Kimmel and all those guys. And, and, and the worst one is Colbert. I, I my oh, opinion, maybe, God. maybe you got, it's like Colbert and Stern are the worst. But um, well, I never liked Stern. So I don't I know you're from that area and that probably era. Maybe you're might be younger than me. I don't know. But that that whole Stern thing, I never understood that. I, I listened to him a couple times when he was on Sirius and I'm like, this guy's just I trying to be to offensive. Stern like every single yeah. morning on the morning. I never got when it. I, I was like, it's Boston, not funny. I yeah. I, it's boring. I'm Did you listen to him when Artie was on? When Artie Lang was on his show? That was like the, the best years. But so I, I thought I, Opie and Anthony had a better show. I oh, loved was great. Opie and Anthony. Yeah, yeah, they were great. They were great, too. Yeah. I just always thought Stern was trying too hard. I got the feeling like he was really, really trying too hard. I don't know. He was, and you could tell been, he yeah. got exposed once Artie Lang left. You could tell Artie Lang was really like the, the show. And then once Artie left, Stern was just like, but granted, you know, the guy's got to do three hours of, you know, entertaining material five days a week. That, that's a tough job. And to, to Stern's credit, that dude is a hard-ass worker, and he gets up at fucking 5 a.m. every day to get, you know, to do a morning show. Well, but he's Jewish. He's, of course he is. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but he fucking steps on everybody. Here, here's, the, here's how you can tell a good leader from a bad leader. A good leader, when people leave you to go do other things or quit the job or whatever, they have good things to say about you. And fucking Howard Stern's track record of people that no longer work with him is like 0%. Like they just sit around, just talk about how much of a fucking dictator is, and they he doesn't pay anybody. All the money goes straight to him, so that's it's fucking bullshit. So anyway, yeah, I, but yeah, it was, I think it was a, a cultural thing. I, I just didn't ever get his style, or anything. I was like, there's so many other things that are funnier to me. Like this guy plays fart noises. That's way funnier to me. Oh, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> See, you know what I mean. I'm not. Just, I'm not just talking about whatever the fuck Stern talked about. Anyway, enough shitting on Stern. He's and that wasn't really recorded. Whatever. That was Joe live. No, that's <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, it was actually my fart. Yeah, that was, was actually his legit fart that he recorded and just played back for you guys. Just yeah. really. Yeah. Oh yeah. That has a, had a nice little. Uh, you know, have you ever seen it where they actually put the the musical notes of a fart? Uh, you know, yeah. you, know, you, could, like, you could turn that into a song. <laughs> I have enough farts I could definitely make a song. I'll send all of them to you and you can make a video. I mean, it had a nice melody to it. It had like a little He has so many. You could auto-tune it a little bit. It would turn it into jingle bells or something. I've watched Turns, him record yeah. them sometimes where he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
and then he'll lay, like lay on his back and then like go into this like fetal position you gotta get the phone out put on the back and then it's a whole process recorded and then laugh hysterically i'm like oh, what okay. kind of mic do you use like a condenser oh no, it's just his phone <laughs> oh no yeah i use my uh this mic actually it smells really bad the one that he's <laughs> that mic no it's just my pink? phone i i mentioned that on another show i'm like don't ever borrow my phone <laughs> you don't know where it's been that's too much that's funny bro oh we got Janet fucking oh, cackling so, hey tell me about this denver trip what uh what'd y'all learn about each other uh, that we're about the same as we are on screen. Yeah, we learned yeah, that 100%. cards against humanity. We should play cards against humanity once a year. Yeah. At least. Oh my god, that was so fun! I have never <laughs> yeah. laughed so hard in my entire life, and like I had waterproof makeup on, and I laughed so hard that I cried it all off, and I could not stop just bawling and laughing at the same time. <laughs> it was awesome, but I'm excited yeah, I because. Um, you know, you know how tall I am, Bob. They yeah. are my size. They're fun size. Oh, yes. 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 We're both like five. Well, I'm five two. Joe says he's five five, but we're eye to eye. So I'm not sure about that. Well, that's because you have shoes. <laughs> you do too. Not that much of a stretch. Wink, wink. <laughs> no, we're we're all kind of the same size, but we did learn that about each other. Um, we stayed in different places, which totally sucked. I wish we stayed yeah. in the same place. I had booked an Airbnb right before Janet did, and I was like, "Shit, I can't cancel it. It was a lot." And eh. so uh, ours spied on us, and Janet's did not. So I wish that we stayed with her the entire time. I learned that yeah, sure. I can drink way more than I thought I could for five days. <laughs> now, I, I know you're I you're a, a mile high in the sky. So did that have any effect on your alcohol intake? No, I guess not. It wasn't that high. It, we were only. Um, I didn't even think about I that. I think it was like like a thousand feet above sea level. We weren't quite in Denver where we stayed was Westminster. I think you did too, Janet, right? Yeah. We were only like yeah. 10 minutes away. So we just hung out with uh, Chris Matthew. We went to his house with Corey and then we hung out at Janet's house and they made some amazing dinner and Shannon uh, sang some 80s songs for us. No, it's funny. <laughs> it was we a lot go of over fun. to Janet's place and they're making like steak and all this shit and yeah. we go back to our house and we have cheese sticks and taquitos which is weird because i shit yellow for two days huh, that's not after weird we that's pretty normal no it was a very that. small log and it was yellow that's not normal for me usually i shit this <laughs> taquito yellow yeah it was exactly yeah. that color it looked like a little taquito i'm like what happened <laughs> so our, our airbnb person we had a couple people come in and they said so I had gotten a tattoo for a couple sessions. I had like three sessions of a tattoo and the guy was like, Hey, aren't you concerned about the Airbnb people spying on you? They might have cameras. And I was like, no, Joe and I travel all the time. We've gotten Airbnbs. They're great. We got there and a couple of our friends came in like Janet and nine other people apparently. And uh, the people who owned the house called me immediately and yelled at me on the phone and were like, who's in, who's in our house who are these people? I don't like that. Like, they're here for no. two seconds, dude. Like we were. Yeah, we didn't even. Stay came long. In it was like hug us minutes. and say hi. Yeah. Yeah. Then they referenced a conversation on the ring doorbell. They're like, they said they were coming back. I was like, yeah, to pick us up and get us out of this shithole, you motherfucker. Like we obviously can't be here. And then they said one guy had to introduce himself. Who was that? So I had this weird social credit um, experience where the guy. So I guess as a as a guest, you can be reviewed now 
through Airbnb. Yeah. And I had never booked one. So he was like, Social credit. I'll give you five stars. And I was like, oh, fuck, is that a thing? God damn, this is my first one. I'll never, if he gives me one star and talks shit, I'll never be able to get an Airbnb again. So I had to overlook the fact that he had listened into conversations on the ring doorbell and scared the shit out of us for four days, basically. And mm -hmm. I had to give him five stars so that he'd give me five stars so that I could then in the future book Airbnbs. It was awful. Yeah. This is and such a, yeah, go ahead, Janet. I was just going to say that it's so funny because um, after that occurrence at their house and we were making dinner for everybody that night and I got a hold of my lady and she was like super responsive. And I said, just so you know, like, um, I've invited like our coworkers over for dinner tonight. I just wanted to give you a heads up that they were coming. And she's like, oh my God, that's completely fine. But thank you for letting me know. And she, when we checked out, she literally gave me a review before I ever reviewed her. Yeah. So the guy gave me that's a review normal. too, but we left the place immaculate because I was terrified. So same kind Let of- Let me ask you this. We did too. What would happen if, if, if- like uh, someone gave you a five-star review and you're like, fuck, I don't want to give this guy a five-star review. And you gave him like a two-star review. So like, would you feel bad about that? No. I like, oh, you're a great guest. I actually <laughs> I wish I did that, but I was so drunk the whole time and I was so exhausted. Like I couldn't sleep. I didn't sleep. I was sleep deprived and I was wasted. So I was like, fuck, I'm just going to give him five stars because I was under duress and I was in an airport <laughs> and he had yeah, served his bagel. Slept. Yeah, nobody slept while we were there. It was crazy. Did you uh, take hours, maybe? Did you take pictures of the uh, the airport? The Denver airport. We took pictures of the. I tried to take Satan one horse. of the yeah the weird horse thing, but I mean you can Google pictures of the airport. So we were we didn't have time to like nose around in there too much, but it is a fucking we weird. We were too airport. busy trying to navigate our way through that shithole it's airport. Amazing. Exactly. Awful. At least when you're drunk. The over budget airport. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a mall. Yeah, they just made a mall and then they're like, yeah, let's fly planes in and out of here too. Fuck it. Oh, so speaking <laughs> of uh people watching us on on the fucking ring doorbell, what do you think about the the data collection going on right now? Because I was just thinking about this today. Uh I work for a certain delivery company that people probably know. Anyway, recently they put cameras in our vans where they're not only watching the road, they're watching us. These aren't just fucking cameras, though. They're connected to the internet. They're watching our eye movements, and they're watching yeah. what's in our hands. They're watching what's in our cab. They're watching how far you are from the, the fucking car in front of you. And uh, the mechanic was like, oh, this is totally data collection for the autonomous vehicles coming. And I'm like, I believe you 100%. Like, mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. exactly what it is. So have you looked into any of that, the whole data collection well, matrix? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's one of the, the the biggest reasons for everything, you know, like like the whole digital footprint is that we're increasing our digital footprint and the amount of intelligence now that gathered that's artificial is increasing exponentially. But they they try all this stuff out on kids. I'm trying to remember what country it was is one of them Asian countries uh, where they they had, uh, you know, the kids were like they had they, they could measure their heart rates and whether or not they were falling asleep and they were wearing these little hats that were, you know, hooked to their you know like electrodes to their braids so their their parents would have these apps and if their kid was falling asleep in class it would send them a notification at work hey johnny you need to wake up you're in biology class or you know it's unbelievable like so that type of data collection and then i mean 
this has been happening for for so long and that's why i think a lot of the social distancing was was a training in a sense to make mm -hmm. the data collection a lot easier because now like i don't even know if you you guys do this but like i've had to like catch myself because a couple times i'll subconsciously if somebody walks by me kind of like you know do that for a second then i'm like what the fuck am i doing you know but i feel like a lot of people are afraid to interact close with each other now i don't know if y'all are getting that too but a lot of the no, six I feet do, apart I, thing. yeah i yeah, do with too. customers only because i feel like they're gonna tell on me or something if i don't like i don't but that's I'll what i'm right saying up, yeah i'll get right up yeah. in someone's fucking face but sometimes i think the thing that made me do that is i'd get too close to someone to sign my thing for their package that i totally don't do for a living and they would like, back up like this like oh what are you doing so close to me i'm like dude you gotta rub your finger all over my shit like get over how yeah. close we are to each other exactly do you know how many other people in front of you just touch that same exact thing and i totally mm -hmm. sanitized it in between yeah totally yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's, China. It sounds like Uyghur China, where they get people to. I talk about this all the time, but no. Have you looked into that at all? The Uyghur shit going on in China. The what? The Uyghur camps. It's Uyghur. like U I G H E R. The Uyghurs. They're a, like they're a Muslim population of China. Have you not heard about this, Bobby? It's Wait, West were these the camps where where people were like like showing uh, footage from inside the camp and there and uh, it it looked kind of like a concentration camp? Is that what yes. that was? Probably yeah, yeah. in China, it's they showed it on WeChat was the only way they could communicate. Yes, real quick. Yes, you tell them about that while I piss. I gotta piss oh, so bad. Uh, I feel bad. Our I listeners know, are gonna be like, "Shut the fuck up about we." No, no. Yes, I talked about it. it all the time. Um, no, tell me. I don't know, so I'm interested. Just don't listen. So, fuck off. Yeah. Okay. Fast forward if you don't like it. <laughs> fuck so, um, <laughs> so in China, they're you know the CCP the Chinese Communist Party. They want to control everything, and so they took this Muslim population and they made camps for them and they would arrest them for erroneous things. They would just find reasons to arrest people in China and they'd put them in this camp and they'd be like, no, it's fine. You can live here now. But they'd assign them to a house. They'd assign a CCP husband for them and the whole house was bugged. So they had cameras everywhere, like what we were just talking about with the Airbnb shit. There's cameras everywhere and you have to always smile and they have propaganda literally everywhere. They're watching your every move. They watch what you buy at the store. They watch how your face looks when people say certain things like, Jesus I love Christ. the Chinese Communist Party. And you have to be like, uh-huh, me too. Yeah. And if you go, uh, then your social credit score drops. And then the next day, if you go to buy something at the store, you might not be able to buy it because your social credit score is too low. It's like the episode Nosedive from Black Mirror that I reference. Yeah, all the time, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, the girl, but she at least knows why people downvote her in Uyghur China. You don't know why your social credit score drops. They don't tell you there's a constant not knowing. So you don't know what the reason is that your social credit score is too low to buy something. So, so they've they, been going after that population for a while. And so this is their mm -hmm. way of doing it now. Yeah. And same they, thing they, they do with them. the Tibet with Tibet. Yeah, and but they're harvesting yeah. organs too. So these people will yeah. just disappear. They're harvesting organs. They're taking things, but they they find these horrible reasons and then to take them away. But then while they're in there, this lady escaped. So I I was reading this book called The Chief Witness, and then there's uh, what was the other one, the Panopticon or something? What was it? Something called? like that. Yeah, where they uh, were just talking about this these people who have escaped the situation fled to like places like Turkey and then eventually France or United Kingdom. Um, they were talking about where would they would escape 
they would finally escape. One lady went in and saved her daughter by just telling the guards that she was an, a high up official's wife and that she needed to be let in. And they let her in because they were so fucking scared that they just oh let her God. in and she saved her daughter, got her out. And then the, she was thinking, she was thinking just on her own outside. And then she would um, challenge herself and tell herself that she can't free think because that's dangerous. And then she'd right. be like, oh, wait, I can, I can now cause I'm safe now. And it took a long time for her to get back to actual free thinking, just having thoughts because she was constantly think, yeah. like, yes, yes. I love the CCP constantly. Like I mean, yeah. smiling and always be happy because people are judging you. Oh, and another thing, sorry, but the neighbors no, so no, go. don't go to work. If you don't go to work one day, your neighbors, will call the police on you or call whoever on you and just let people know. But if those neighbors don't report on you, those neighbors they get in get trouble for fucked. not reporting you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it just creates this horrible- It will, when it's, a, it's like a- Paddling. That's added surveillance. Cause now, you know, not only do you have the electronic surveillance, but now you have neighbors turning on each other type surveillance. I'm telling you, like, there's people that are going to turn each other in here for not having COVID cards, you know? I mean, there's going to, it's going to happen all the time, but. No um, way. You know, I just think like, our community is yeah. way too strong. I'm sorry. I I, just... I, for the most part, yes. But I've met some crazy people in my town that, that 100%, like, almost, like, straight up, like, wish death upon people that, that don't get vaccines. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I met people too. My whole family's from Massachusetts and I love them so much, but they think yeah. I'm crazy because I'm not vaccinated and I'm the but only one. About the free thinking thing, that's important because really that's the whole exercise is that like, and that's why people get so emotionally charged up when you go against the grain because their whole thought process has been set for them and programmed for them. And just like if I'm about to throw a punch at your face and you flinch because you don't want the pain of getting hit in the face. That's kind of like what the thought process is. You've been so ingrained in a certain way of thinking that when somebody challenges it, your brain's like, ah, I don't want it. And that defense mechanism is either an emotional reaction or a personal attack on you, or they realistically, the number one thing, just like your brain will shut down. So people will shut you out of their lives. They'll, 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 you know, they'll delete you. You know, they'll, a lot of times when you try to stretch that muscle on certain people that aren't ready for it. They'll say what they have to say, and then they'll exit the conversation before you have a chance to even retort. You yeah, know? those no are the people that have. Yeah, so, yeah, so they, don't they have, have to be ready. They <laughs> have. I have learned this. They have to be ready. The only thing you can do is tell them what you think and just kind of throw a little crumb at them, and then wait for them to find it. And if they don't, then that's that's not my problem. No, yeah. I love that because that's totally true. You can't just drop like the earth is flat or whatever people are yeah. trying to drop in the conspiracy world. It's like fake and gay. I'm not saying that's what I believe. <laughs> I don't know what I believe anyway, but you can't just, you can't go hard right away. You have to kind of drop it out because that's how we all learned, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you have listened to anybody who just told you straight up, everything's a conspiracy and a lie. I would be like, dude, you're fucking crazy. What are you on right now? But after you listen and pay attention and you kind of catch on and latch on to that and look into it on your own, you have to have your own growth process. Everyone does. And if they're not willing to do that, that's on them. And some it's people sad, learn in different ways. Some people learn is. through Alex Jones fucking smashing his <laughs> desk all day. And that's great. I love Alex Jones. I think he's great. But uh, it's not something I'm going to watch, really. 
just because I hear enough from Alex Jones from people sending it to me all the time. So I'm not going to watch the show, but I think he's fucking hilarious. But they're turning the frogs gay. There's other ways people learn. Like people will Google something random and then they go down the proverbial rabbit trail where it just splits mm. off into so many forks. And then they're like, ah, and then they hit you up and they're like, did you know about Project Paperclip? And you're like, yeah. I love it. My cousin who's like, 20 always thought i was nuts and then he's sending me all these tiktoks he's like what do you think about this what reptiles what do you think about oh my god well it's like he it's like every day there's something new you know and i'm just like calm down one thing at a time one thing at a time <laughs> it's a little fostering you know? a child's growth it's like that meme yeah. where the dude's crying and the guy's like yes very sad anyway uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but here's the thing you know like these these news outlets they're allowed to get it wrong time after time after time after time and and not face ramifications for their actions but if we slip up one time they will try to expose us as being fraudulent and and being you know the uh, a bear of misinformation listen the only thing we could do is teach people how to think or guide them on the mm -hmm. thought process but i everybody's gotten things wrong multiple times and and you know, I respect the people that that try their hardest to find the truth. And then, you know, whenever they they get something wrong, they admit it right off the bat. Say, yeah, I don't I don't, I don't think this is what it appears to be. And th those are the, the people that yeah. are really in it for the right reasons. The people mm -hmm. are listening, though, and say, hey, you know what? I heard some information. I was wrong the other day. Just like you were saying, just admit it right away. That's fine. That's part of being human not admitting it at all and just covering it up and washing it away is very inhuman. And that's what uh, weathermen do. <laughs> that's what CNN does. That's what a lot of the, the news that we see, they just wash it away and we're like, oh yes, it's normal to do that. And people think that's normal. That's not normal. It's normal to be a human and admit your mistakes. That's why I kind of wanted to like premise our show. Like I wish I could do a, a disclaimer at the beginning of each show. It's like, these are opinions, speculations, and drunk thoughts. We're not saying we have the yeah, answers we're not spitting facts. at all. I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. The more I do the show, the more I'm like, I don't fucking know anything. So we're just going to keep talking about it and try to figure it out. And uh, mm -hmm. it seems like every day you get farther and farther away from actually figuring it out. You feel like you know more, but at the same time, you're like, God damn it. For every point I know more, I have 15 other questions I don't. No, but that's more. good though. That's being wise. Yeah. Like the the wiser you get, the more you don't know. Actually, you know, like mm -hmm. it, yeah. it's those that have been institutionalized learning that think they know everything. That those are the ones that people that don't grow, because then you realize there's more room to grow, and then you become oh, humble with all your discoveries. You become humble as you're explaining or helping people try to find it. You don't speak matter of fact. You don't speak down to people because just like anybody that's been humbled, when you're humbled by understanding how much you don't know, then you speak on people's level and you become more of like a, a partner and just like a, a healthy guide rather than a dictator and somebody that, that speaks down as if, if they're talking to somebody that doesn't know anything and they're the arbiters of truth. I still don't know how Chris Cuomo got fired, speaking of arbiters of truth. So what, what was his deal? Was he diddling somebody or what? No, I don't know how he, he got fired either, actually. He had something actually. to do with uh, Andrew uh, Andrew Cuomo being the governor of New York, I guess you would know this. I, I don't actually know mm -hmm. where you live at the moment because you've moved a couple times, but um, <laughs> yeah. Andrew Cuomo was the governor or the yeah governor, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Blasio is the mayor. Yeah. Okay. 
I can't get to all these fucking Italian names, okay? Blasio, <laughs> Quapacolo. Uh, Give me a fucking meatball, kid, with the special sauce. But yeah, he, so Cuomo gets fired or steps down or whatever because of his like fingering chicks. I don't even know what happened. I don't care. But That'll his do brother, it. It's not yeah. illegal, though. I mean, oh, like chicks, like little? Not unless you're Louis uh. C.K. But so Chris Cuomo is <laughs> his brother, and he gets suspended because he apparently was helping to cover up don't quote me on this again i don't know anything people but he was like kind of helping his brother like you know cover up what was going on and he just got fired like today or yesterday or something so you can google that yourself duck duck go do whatever you want but he got fired officially chris cuomo got fired and i can't help but think that that's part of something else they're like right right at the same time andrew gets stepped down or whatever happened there his brother gets exited from cnn like what are they doing what's well, going then what about uh jack dorsey uh you know stepped down as the ceo of twitter so i don't know if they're trying too. to put don lemon you know in that spot I, it's very reminiscent of what i think they're gonna do with biden i think everybody on their side i think they're they're it's that like, you have your chess move, moves between the democratic party and the republican party then you have your chess moves within the democratic party you know and then on both sides like, mm -hmm. Yeah, on both sides. So like there's there's chess pieces being moving within the Democrat Party. And that includes who they want to be their spokespeople, you know, and once right. once they gave uh, one Cuomo the axe, then they realized both had. It's just like the mafia. You know, they, they, they hit certain people and then other people get made. So they're probably going to boost up Maddow and Don Lemon because Don Lemon will say and do anything. You know, we saw okay. that with. Uh, with fucking what was that uh indian doctor sanjay gupta who went on joe rogan said he was eating horse pills thank y'all you know? come again <laughs> <laughs> well bro i'm on to something well played. Dude. Right played. <laughs> it's not china it's india it's india china was the fucking distraction oh yeah you said that on the most recent oh yeah yeah especially old indians i don't trust them at all either actually <laughs> for the record someone dm'd me it said no uh, bedside my wife <laughs> I got to read this. It's so funny. It was like my wife's Indian and we listened to the last episode. He, he wasn't like mad or anything. He was like, don't worry. She's one of the hot ones. I was like, <laughs> oh, those are, the, those are the Miss America pageant winners. Chicken fucker. Yeah. <laughs> and when I find it, I'll read it. But it was so funny. I was like, dude, I swear I was just joking. So. <laughs> That's comedy, though. That's like Patrice O'Neill. Do you remember Patrice O'Neill when he did that interview? With uh, oh yeah, that uh, whatever chick on some news show oh, or whatever. Like, that was like yeah. one of the best interviews ever. He's like comedy. She's like, do you have any funny jokes about rape? He's like, I don't know, but I bet they have them. Like he's just like, <laughs> yeah. they're out there. He's so great. The funniest he's part like, is like comedy. It doesn't matter. The audience you guys have on No Mercy to to say that shit you have the hairiest brass balls because I can't even manscaped. I've got hate about stupid. We don't have bad anywhere near the audience. No mercy has, but to, to get some of the trolls we get, I'm like, dude, you didn't get that. That was fucking humor. Like you mm -hmm. didn't catch the sarcasm or anything like, yeah, we're saying racist shit, but it's to be funny. Here's, here's the other wow. thing about it. Here's the other thing is that they listen. You know, that's the strange thing. It's like almost like voyeuristic. It's like, okay, you're going to troll me, but you just spent three hours of your day, two hours of your day listening to me in order to what gather information so you can stalk me, so you can call my job to get me fired, so you can try to like, like you thing. know, like 
you know a lot of stuff about me, yet you hate me. I don't understand that. Like, like that Why is a sadistic shit. Yeah, just stop listening. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's just like, if you really have that much of a problem with what I'm saying, if, if, if my thoughts are, are hurting your feelings, then um, go find something else. But like, I just, I, I don't have enough time anymore. Time is currency once you hit your mid thirties. And so I, I don't have time to think about, you know, like, yeah, if you don't like what I'm saying, shit. Brian Stelter's always on there. Go listen to him <laughs> or whoever else. Like, why are you listening to me? D- uh, just delete me, unsubscribe, do all that shit. I don't need. Are you paying my bills? Fuck off. You, know? you have very like low level trolls though. Like the trolls that we had were like nothing. I found them on no. Facebook. It was this guy that really liked butterflies, which is odd. And then he, he hated us though, like a lot. But he listened like he was like uh, Bobby was saying. He listened close enough to take time out of his fucking day to down downvote the video and write a shitty comment after the live stream. So it's think always about what after his the life live. Must be like though, like if that's his life, if that's his like highlight of his day. Let's give him that, dude. Like, why yeah. not? I feel like Let's I should send him, him flowers or I just, something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> He'll probably buy a t-shirt. I added him as a friend on Facebook. He did not accept the request, but that's fine. I canceled How rude. It How rude. I honestly believe <laughs> that, like... you want to talk? Let's hang out. I believe, like, 10 to 15% of the people that listen to No Mercy and QTN literally hate us. And I, I'm okay with that because it's still 10 to 15% more people listening that wouldn't have been listening. So <laughs> shout out to the 15% that just fucking hate me. You know? Hell yeah. No, that's awesome. You are a consumer of my product. <laughs> that's what's funny, too, is, that, like, the amount of people that hate you but still listen. It's like... yeah. You're still kind of a fan in a weird, ironic way. So I still win. So have you ever been so mad at someone? Think about the time that you've been the most angry and upset. What do you want? Earlier today. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So perfect. So perfect. So focus in on that. When you want a reaction, you want something to happen and it doesn't. And someone laughs in your face or literally doesn't care. Those are yeah, the that's the worst worst things that's that the worst happen. So to to take a troll and be like, dude, I love you. You're so great. Or just ignore them mm-hmm. or try to friend them is their last expectation. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I strive for. I'm yeah, like, because they want to dehumanize you and be yeah, like, no, these aren't humans. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. And that's never ever going to be our reaction. So I did that not? to Tommy when we were debating because he was be- like, he wouldn't let me talk when we were debating about Trump. And so I just started saying, okay, okay. Oh, like, yes. He would like okay. say, he would say all this shit. I'd be like, you know what? Okay. And they'd be like, what? You don't have anything to say? I'm like, no, when somebody's acting unreasonable, you pull the rug out from under them. There's no point in debating or anything. So then he was like, kept debating, and I just go, okay. No, it's the one. I know it killed him. Yeah. It killed him. It's like yeah. it's like talking to a teenager where you're just like, I have nothing else to say. You're like, okay, I give up. Sure, yeah. you're right. I I'm gonna go over here and do something else now because there's no debating you anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> pull the rug out from under. No, earlier today. So there's some kid that like he was like. A really good guitar player but he was just a, i always knew he was a little slimy piece of shit and i let him uh play a bunch of gigs with me and i put more money in this fucking kid's pocket than he's ever seen and then multiple people told me that he's been talking shit about me around memphis saying how i've gone crazy on my instagram and twitter and about how i think everything's a conspiracy i swear to god i put everything probably oh uh, yeah it is he's like there's no 
conspiracy to blah, blah, blah. But he's saying it to people that like and respect me like an idiot. So I called him. What do you think? He didn't answer. Right. I left a message, didn't answer. So then I texted and it went through and then he blocked me. So then I Venmoed him five cents just so I could talk <laughs> shit on the comment section on Venmo. <laughs> so I'm going to keep Venmoing him five cents. Yeah. I Venmoed him five uh, cents. You can tell him what a piece of shit he is. Yeah. I was like, you're a piece yeah. of shit. You're a bad friend, a piece of shit human, dude. What about all those fucking rides I gave you and all that money I put in your pocket? You're still living home with mommy. So. <laughs> Here's five more cents, you fucking asshole. I'd been willing five cents just to be like, oh. <laughs> and call it good. <laughs> oh, shit. So that, I, somebody that was somebody I know. Um, you know that little skinny kid that played guitar with me in, in, in the band Sideshow? And also, like, the we did the, all that acoustic stuff. But yes. his name was, oh, I'm not going to say his name, but yeah, you can his name out. I won't, yeah. but I can. No, I just, Memphis is a small town, so I'll see. Yeah. yeah it's so, Douchebag anyway, totally worth the five cents. I'm going to do that every day. I'm <laughs> going to send five him five cents. cents every day with a different <laughs> he message. He doesn't play with you anymore. Oh, but what if I he, what if he like, I stop playing with him. Like, oh, right. I love you and pulls the rug out from under you. What are you going to do? <laughs> send him 50 bucks? I'll go along with it. Yeah, I'll send them the <laughs> 10 cents. You're like, I love you too. Meet me in my hotel. Bob's room. like, I'm three yeah. steps ahead, brother. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll send him a dick pic. <laughs> That'll <laughs> really solve everything. <laughs> dick pics are never a bad idea. No, said nobody ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. What so what what have uh, what rabbit holes have y'all been going down? Uh, a lot of like uh, hidden history, Tartaria, fucking World's Fairs, all that shit kind of lately. Just to, if nothing else, just to divert from the COVID stuff and the politics and everything else. Just kind of taking a sidestep down to the 1800s, you know. Have you got you gone into that at all? The Yeah. The world um, weird shit going on, going on back then? I, I talked with Jack Allen from uh, Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence about it. And uh, so he's real big into the whole World's Fair stuff and you know that he, he was saying how like the timelines are all fucked up uh from what we think uh which i, I agree with I, I feel like a lot of people have gotten those timelines wrong but um and just like how i don't think we're at the height of technology of humanity i think there was a time in which there was you know much more advanced technology uh i think yeah. there pop, could have been some type of cataclysmic event um or something that happened that made us reset and uh so that, that's kind of where I'm at. I feel like most of the ancient texts uh, allude to something of that effect. You know? Oh, yeah. Have you read yeah. the Adam and Eve story? The recently released CIA. It was like a, the, it was like a FOIA thing where they like just declassified this Adam and Eve story. It was almost like yeah. a peer-reviewed journal article where they were talking, this guy was talking about how there was a civilization from like 45,000 years ago that had technology that could have been far more advanced than ours, but it was destroyed in a flood. Yep. Yep. That's what, that's what I think what happened. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of the uh, quote unquote uh, outcasted pseudoscience Egyptologists, you know, the ones that they don't allow in the uh, peer reviewed journals. So those are the ones that I listen to. They say that you can tell by the Sphinx and a lot of the architecture around it, that there were two separate civilizations and that there was one that was more advanced, that there was some type of, 
flood or cataclysm, and then another uh, society came in the same area after it with much less sophisticated technology built around it. So like even with the Sphinx, you could tell like on the head that like, like there was an elaborate design and then somewhere they tried to like, almost like, you know, fucking repaint over it. And uh, oh, you know, yeah. so you see almost like two separate societies. Around. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I found that be, to be pretty interesting. And just the fact, you know, every time I, I look at the pyramids and study how they were built and the precision in which they were built um, and the fact that we can't replicate it is, is mind boggling, you know? And yeah. even just the, the sophisticated architecture of a lot of these uh, Catholic churches in Italy. I remember being in Italy, and this is what I talked about. I remember being in Italy and saying, why can't we do this here? Like, I, I'd never seen anything like this in my entire life. When were these built? Like, what the fuck is going on right now? Dude, that's funny. My my kid had to do a Egyptian fucking project or something for school one time and it was on the pyramids and i couldn't help myself i was trying to hold my tongue the whole time he's doing this and finally i got too drunk one night probably and i was like you know we don't know how those fucking things are built right and he's like what like don't talk to your teacher about this but (laughs) seriously we can't replicate this and we have no idea how these were made and i started explaining like the stone quarry or like how they move these fucking stones and they're aligned to north and east and everything and he's just looking at me like I mean, he's like fucking seven, you know, so he's like, he's like, but my history book said it was a a tomb for the, uh, you know, for it was a tomb and it was made by slaves with whoever and pulley. Yeah, exactly. At the end of that conversation, I made sure to tell him you need to question everything and including what I'm telling you, because I don't know either. So this is what I've learned. You go read some more history books i guess <laughs> so a third a third grader did a history report on like a uh, sacred geometry and the teacher's like gives him an f on it yeah he's like levitating <laughs> into the classroom <laughs> <laughs> here's how you get a perpetual energy field going you know he has a fucking, brings a fucking tesla coil in there <laughs> is that with the anunnaki sure with your no <laughs> With your Egyptian, the Egyptian project. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't talk to. No, I did. When when you were making the pyramid, I was like, all right, we obviously have to make a gold mine with the Anunnaki like hovering outside and slaves like and Joe's like, oh, yeah, good idea. And I was like, no, 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 no. Just kidding. Just kidding. My kid's going to be. He's like in third grade. (laughs) We can't just think we're crazy people. We have to pick him up every day. Let's see if I can find this. I had the funniest uh, dinner time conversation uh, where I heard this kid. Are you getting a screen share? Like, yeah, I don't think I don't know if I'm that sophisticated or not. You know how to basically. Do Come on. Yeah, I have it on my phone. Okay, so I'm at a Thanksgiving dinner table and I'm just eating my fucking turkey, trying to blue pill myself for like you know an hour, and then this kid goes, um, "You know, my mom says that uh, Joe Biden." Uh, eats and sucks the blood of children. And I, and, I, and then that's when I pick my head up from my turkey and I'm just like, go on. And then she goes, damn it. Damn it. I did not say that. I said that he molests children. <laughs> like, like, correct, like corrected the kid. I didn't say he eats kids. I said he molests kids. Now go to your room. <laughs> you know, I was oh like, God. that's, that's the kind of like your, your kid might do. actually be more on point. Just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> Bob's oh, like, thank y'all. Come again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, can you please pass the potatoes? Thank you. <laughs> shit, Holy man. Shit. That is There's a hard a thing. Dinner, doing, the, doing the dinner table with people that aren't like 
kind of on the same level. It's a, it's a difficult thing. We haven't had to do that. No, I, I'm pretty good at keeping it like on this plane of like, yes, I cut my grass yesterday and I, uh, you know, wore this polo shirt <laughs> that I ironed. Fair, so to be fair, Joe was homeschooled by crazy Christians. His parents are mm -hmm. crazy Christians. However, they are extremely anti-vax and hate Joe Biden also. So it's awesome. We're like, we love you. And we also don't necessarily follow all of your views, but they're, they're actually really cool. Like if we said that Joe Biden ate kids, they would be like, he might. Probably. Yeah. I, I think they would. <laughs> I mean, even though they're some. also like the Lord yeah. God is our savior and the King James Bible is the only Bible we shouldn't Come on, read man. or whatever. Right, but right. They would be on board with that. They're it, It's not the worst conversation. You do keep it kind of adult boring with them. I'm starting to think yeah. that a lot of the satanic panic moms ha, ha, were, were a lot closer to the truth than when I was a kid. You know, like these satanic panic moms that right. were saying El Elvis's gyrations were demonic that we always thought was mm -hmm. funny. Then you're like, then I'm like, shit. I start like going way back. I'm like, fuck, you know, with this whole boiling the frog and the graduation, right? Like, like it's yeah. a gradual process of thinking where it started. Like, did Elvis start and like Travis Scott and Adele and Lady Gaga? Like, is that the El is that the end point? Did Elvis and jazz and blues, all this satanic music that they were talking about, is that the starting point? Because you know, I always thought Elvis was like the first, like, uh hit you know like I, I thought he was taken out like the first celebrity hit and um you know a lot of people think that there's a possibility elvis faked his own death that he became a preacher in like kansas or something but this whole like uh you know just creating a utopian society it doesn't happen overnight so maybe it started with elvis gyrating his hips live on camera and maybe the satanic panic moms are right who knows but well, if it Just did, him. it's definitely ending with Lady Gaga because oh, how dude, that's much it. lower can you get than that fucking bitch? No, uh, and then you you watch their music videos and it's it's not even like metaphorical anymore. You know, hey, let's just get sodomized by the devil on a on a on a music. Little Nas X. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. That's what my kid my kid's fifteen and she watches it and she's like, oh hey, check out this cool shit I saw and I'm like, oh no no no, you shouldn't watch yeah. that. Or she's no. like, hey, I, I think. Try, trying to conjure a demon on a Ouija board is a really good idea. She said that to me the other day. I'm like, no, 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 honey. I'm not saying so. You can't like we were call back to earlier. You can't come at it with like, dude, demons are real and you have no idea what you're getting into. I have to be like, oh, I don't know. It might not be a great idea for you. And I have to ease into <laughs> it and be like, don't don't do that. You might die like forever. I don't well, know. You might sell your soul to the devil by mistake. Like, I, I've never listened to N Lil Nas X or any of these mumble rappers, but this is what it sounds like to me. Gaga block block. Or this. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds I'm like. Like, yeah. oh, cool. That's great music. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> sounds like Uncle uh, Vito from Viva La Bam. Uh, Michael in the chat Aww. says, "What the fuck is a Lady Gaga?" Is a Lady know, Gaga. Michael. I'm sorry, I, it's just a name I've heard. What the fuck I, is I a Lady Gaga? <laughs> well, the, here's the weird thing about I, I think, Lady I think Gaga. It's Finnish for uh, penis. Yeah. <laughs> the weird thing about Lady Gaga is this: so you have like Gaga, which, which it's funny that you talk about mumble rapping because Gaga is like one of the first things a baby says, you know. So it has that like mumble type effect to it. But the weird thing about it is you had this. Uh, 
she she always talked about how she, I, I think her name was inspired by Queen or she had this like infatuation with Queen. Uh, and Queen had this song called Radio Gaga. And yeah. um, if you look at the music video, there's scenes from this movie called Metropolis, which was made in like the early 30s. And the whole thing had to do with this this female merging with technology and becoming this like cyber, like sexy fucking. Yeah, like basically like yeah. superhuman. Yeah. In the movie. So there's like a whole correlation the 30s, between though? like this is in the third. This was like in the 30s. Movies I mean, called wow. Metropolis. A song about it. Yeah. Okay. It's about no, like some okay. scientists, like my MK Ultra, some some you know very impressionable young girl, and merging her with like technology and her becoming like you know, which is the whole like singularity man merging with machine, which is I, I found weird right now because I feel like they're, that's the direction they're all pushing us to. You know, is the is the metaverse is, is merging with technology, mm-hmm. just like you were saying mm-hmm. with the increased surveillance, you know, so that they can replace you with automation, you know, or you become half automation, you know? Yeah. Or I, like, I, like black mirror with uh, San Junipero is another episode of black mirror where they make it so beautiful to go into this metaverse where they're in a coma, they're dying. And it's so fun. They get to go back to the eighties, nineties. They're, they're, playing to people who are our age like 40s 30s 50s like people who are adults not they're not playing to the kids yeah they're playing to people who are our age because they want us to convince our children that this is a great idea as well that's my opinion it's called um and it's a good opinion it's called gamification that's one of the things that they call where they try to turn everything into a game we're the generation that grew up on games so collecting tokens collecting coins uh notifications likes I mean, every time my phone lights up uh, on certain apps, I'm like, oh, you get that little hint hit of like, uh, you know, uh, what's the neuroreceptor? Yeah, dopamine receptor. Yeah, near as good as heroin, though. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I've heard. So the whole thing is gamification. There's this new movie that came out called Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds, and I actually liked it. I love it. We love that movie. It's a great movie. But I mean, think about that. It was an open world uh, Fortnite meets like Grand Theft Auto type yeah. world. And it, I think that's why we like it, though, is because we were watching it through these eyes that you were talking about earlier, where we're like, you see that? You see that? You see this? Yeah. Like we, we, we watched we it, it first. We watched it first, not for the swears or sex, because there was none of that. Well, I mean, kind of. I watched we it didn't for the care. Sex. No, <laughs> there was no sex. I watched <laughs> it for Ryan Reynolds. So hot right now. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is sex. <laughs> We watched it because we knew we were going to watch it with our children the next day. And we yeah. ruined it. So like you said, Bob, like we were like, we're going to ruin this for you. So we're like, see yeah. how they're doing this right here. See how they're talking about their skin. And he was like, my skin, it's always been on me. It's just like so nice and shiny. Yeah. But we wanted to show them like, hey, this is what the world's turning into. So we watched yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. We loved it. We were drinking and having fun watching it. But we did watch it with an open eye. And then we watched it with our children the next day and they were pretty irritated with us because we were talking the whole time. Like, pay attention to this, pay attention to this. Like, this is what the world is going to become. I agree. And, you know, the whole thing about it was that the, the character was an NPC in the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, NPC has become a popular term, a non-playable mm-hmm. character. And then once you get out of that NPC role where you wake up every day, go to the same job, think the same, it's like a Groundhog's Day effect. And then you put the metaphorical sunglasses on like the character did, you become empowered and you see the matrix and that's what happened. And then he was able to go off the, the path, which I, which I thought was kind of an interesting lesson. And then guess what happened? All the creators, what did they try to do? They tried to steer him back 
into the matrix until they, they eventually they tried to wipe out the whole fucking program in order to keep him in the matrix because they'd rather destroy the whole world that they created than let this guy become empowered because it didn't go along you know with what they wanted which i thought i thought well, that was, was really the, the creator didn't though the create the actual creators of that whatever it was called i can't remember the name of the actual game that they had started mm -hmm. creating that they had based the whole thing off of Do i can't remember, remember either it was something world but oh, yeah the actual creators yes they had their ideas stolen they were like the little conspiracy theorists though yeah. that ended up winning and that's why i loved it because yeah. the big overlords the ceos the powerful people they cracked down and were like no like we're gonna fucking we're deleting this it's gonna override the entire first season of the game everyone will be erased and we're doing a whole second season and it's going to be all new people all new characters every you know, living thing from the previous season will be deleted. And they didn't let that happen. And they won in the end. I liked yeah. that. That yeah. little takeaway yeah. for me was important. I think the best part is that there was like less than 1% that were woken up, waking up, woken up. It anyway, was just I think it's, I think it's it was, woke it, woke, woke it up. Woke it up. It, it's woke kind it of up. Like, it's kind of like false flaggity. Woke it in? I which think is my favorite in. Bobby quote of all time, false flaggity. But anyway, <laughs> uh, there was like less than 1% that were awakened. And he was starting to fucking infiltrate like a virus to everybody else. And they were like, oh, shit, we got to shut this shit down. And you see the same stuff happening now. That's why there's censorship. That's why they're trying to shut everybody down. They're like, oh, fuck, it's getting a little too loud now. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. Oh. I don't yeah, know. there's a I bunch of glitches know. popping up and they're trying to control the glitches. It's like, you know, putting out fires everywhere. But I mean, to me, the strongest thing that you can tell is is taking away the dislike, uh, you know, like to dislike ratios, because I always thought that was so important, you know, um, with everything. But that, I mean, that do you guys I don't know if you ever see this, but, you know, sometimes uh, my girlfriend, we have our nephews over and and we watch, you know, like kids movies and. And I, I love watching kids movies, but they're becoming very dystopic. And like I'm sitting here watching like Cars 3 and the whole thing's about like controlling energy and like directed energy weapons and using fucking like laser beams and directed energy to like destroy things. I'm just like, oh, my God. And then we watch like I sunny mean, with a chance of cloudy with a chance of meatballs. And it's about like making this like uh, GMO fucking like mega food processor and controlling technology and i'm just like bro like i can't even fucking i can't i love that shit. movie but looking at it now yeah. i'm like oh fuck how did i miss that before that movie's like 10 years old they're always trying yeah. to see ideas mm -hmm. into our head though it's kind of like uh what's that fucking movie with i don't know oh that one yeah <laughs> yeah that movie <laughs> narrowed it down <laughs> no where they go into the dreams and they try to seed ideas into people's heads it's a pretty inception oh inception yeah. yeah oh inception yeah 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 inception, yeah that's a cool right? one but they, i feel like that's what we're watching when we watch shows if we're not watching it with an open eye if we're just kind of watching it and taking it in just blindly we're gonna get those ideas seated into our head that that's an important thing that yeah. direct and, energy weapons are a great idea and, and they're real yeah. cloudy with a chance to meet balls that would be cool like i saw that in that movie one time it'd be okay that's these people that are around us i don't think they're npcs i think calling people npcs is really selfish mm -hmm. of people sometimes i think that when people are like all these people around me are npcs i'm like oh okay yeah, maybe you're the you're npc reading. yeah you're so important that everyone else <laughs> is an npc yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
maybe they just I, I, don't see eye to eye with you. Like that's how yeah. I look at it. But it's a good, it's a good way to look at it. Every day. <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you see somebody driving down the freeway like this, not looking left or right with a mask on, to like half cross-eyed, just like. Yeah. Maybe they just watched the news too many times and they just had the wrong upbringing. Like I, I try to look deeper into it, I guess. Either way. So I, like I was joking around and I said, uh, I'm convinced that the reason for the work shortage is that one fifth of the population were NPCs that were taken out during the pandemic. Cause hey, oh. there's work shortages everywhere. Where the fuck did all these people go? I, I'm so, I understand that they're collecting government cheese, but it's like, it's everywhere. It's like in every portion of our country, there's work shortages. There's work shortages and coin shortages. Where did all that shit go? You know, there's all the deaths from the COVID, man. I don't think they're <laughs> uh, real, though. I think the coin shortages are definitely fake. There's no meat yeah. shortage. There's no coin shortage. They put the signs up so people see it and think that it's real. So they're creating like a tulpa. That was a weird thing. That, that's <laughs> a weird uh, that coin real. shortage thing that was very short lived. Mm -hmm. I've, it didn't I've work. Still seen, it's just an idea that didn't work. I've like, seen signs still, but I haven't heard anything about it. Like when that first started, that was a huge thing. And they're like, there's a coin shortage. You should use your digital dollars. I haven't heard shit about that. Lately. Okay. Do you remember like 80s bangs or 90s bangs? It's the same I as do, that. They, they put an idea out there. They're like, hey, you should put your bangs up to here and make them curl over. <laughs> it didn't really fucking work out. And then they were like, all right, let's just plow over that shit. It didn't fucking Let's work. see how else we can make people look fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. you know what you should do now, That's uh, right. in 2021, you should buy mom jeans and pull your fucking pants up to your kids. Exactly. What is that? What is that? I, I, I have to buy them for my daughter. Yeah, she wants mom jeans. That's why I think we're a biological experiment and they just have yeah. different people coming in every now and then. They're like, hey, let's bring mom jeans back. And they're like, dude, that's stupid. There's overlords over us who are... It's yeah, let's maybe have like long butt. Maybe like a little culture, and we're like, dude, well, like if we had a tiny little world, wouldn't you want to be like, oh, let's make sure it's cool. That's let's why I always respect like the dads that wear the fucking jean shorts with the white tube socks and the beat up fucking New Balance tennis shoes. You know, I love those guys because because it doesn't matter that fucking style has been the same since like the 50s you know what i'm saying like car people that still wear cargo shorts i love cargo shorts i never understand why they went out of style. they're amazing <laughs> i mean it, dude they have pockets on your pants at your hand level when you're walking you carry your so much weed <laughs> Joe has, a pair of, Joe has a pair of jean shorts that I actually put at the bottom of all of the shorts because I obviously do all of the laundry. And I'm like, these are at the bottom. Like, I hope these are a last resort. Last They're resort. basically like around the house painting shit pants. They're I know. Shorts. I hope you don't find them. I'm like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to put these at the top. I would never wear them in public. I've never gone to the Janet gas station knows what I mean. in my, in my uh, PJs. I've never done that, so. Oh, never had a problem with press, never had a problem with press like like clean jean shorts guy and i've never had a problem with guy or gal wearing hockey shirt a hockey jersey out in public they're always cool on the time if, if somebody wears a hockey jersey that. where what part of what part of the country y'all in california well i'm from massachusetts <laughs> so i should know what a hockey jersey is what People are you talking don't about? wear hockey jerseys out in public in massachusetts Oh, like if let's say you live in uh, Detroit, like a ring, you got like a, a ring, ring and it has like yeah. the rings around the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. If you, I guarantee you, if you ever see somebody out in public wearing a hockey jersey, go up to that person and they're totally chill. You'll have a good time every single time. 
I imagine my social D t-shirt. I imagine if I went up to somebody in public that had a a hockey shirt on, I would just hear this. That's if they played hockey. You'd be like Ferda? Before we move on, Michael in the chat said, What the fuck is a lady gaga? And I think I figured it out. It's a lady gaga blog blog. Perfect. (laughs) Lady Gaga Blog Blog. It's an alien life form. Nailed it, babe. Yep. Sorry. He loves his soundboard. I love Sorry, it everyone. so much. I like it. I like it. You might love it more than me. I'm a, I do. I'm a little yes. jealous. <laughs> oh, man. You, didn't, you didn't give her a soundboard? She could have one too. She's. Oh, uh, give her you want the mouse? I just don't have access to them. I can't even mute. <laughs> what, would you put on, what would you put on your soundboard? I, have you thought about this? Look. <laughs> <laughs> we have a couple we have a couple like inside jokes that we probably mm-hmm. shouldn't even talk about where one time I was talking about something very serious. I think I was even maybe talking about Uyghur camps and I started talking and Joe played as I was talking and I was like into it and I was super serious and he played the blog 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 like <laughs> in, in the middle of me talking and I was so pissed. In my face I was like wrong button oh my god <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like oh <gasps> And then you I meant to, you meant to hit like you meant to hit the inspirational music button. No, I, I, mean, didn't, I, mean, didn't I meant to, to hit, hit anything. this one. Bitch, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did like, not. I feel like half my soundboard would be like the movie Grandma's Boy, and then like uh-huh. a couple oh, other yeah. ones. Yeah. yeah, Grandma's oh, Boy I, and like Borat. Yeah, I like a do da cha cha. So a ton of <laughs> a ton of the stuff that Joe's put on his soundboard are things that I told him to put on the soundboard. So I think <laughs> that half of the soundboard is already me anyway. You need a uh, you need ah uh, Kelly Clarkson. Oh, sure. per- okay. I'm when they make rip off the hair. Oops. Oop. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I need the, suggestions. The actually, Glock of Black Black was the best because I was like, okay, so what I think about this, and he was like, Glock of Black Black, like immediately, yeah. and everyone was like. Oh, and I was hungry. <laughs> and then every other dude looked at Joe because they were like, oh. And yeah. Joe was just like, oh. <laughs> it was really I was like, I hit the wrong It button. was a funny three seconds. I think <laughs> Anchorman probably has the most. I mean, you have to have a that escalated quickly I one. I love perfect. Anchorman. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That, that escalated quickly is a perfect one. If somebody just turns the conversation like from zero to fucking 10 and like, no. I God. have to have that. Like this opinion. terrible segue. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You had a meme. So Joe and I just randomly, when Joe and I met, we met online on a video game randomly. And uh, we hung out after four months. We got married after like nine months. I moved here after, I don't know, seven months or something weird. But uh, Joe texted me a meme one time and he was like, that escalated quickly. (laughs) I knew exactly what he meant. Like, so oh, did yeah. y'all meet in the video game? Like, did your avatars meet first? In the metaverse? No, it wasn't an avatar. We It was just our conversation. It wasn't an avatar thing. It was a really lame video Dude, game. Were you simping in a video game, Lobby Joe? Were you simping? A little bit. A little bit. I love it, dude. Well done. <laughs> <He> was... <laughs> what? Wait, what game was it? Do I know it? It was, yeah, probably. It was Clash of Clans. Like, we were playing. Oh, it yeah. We were just playing it randomly, like for fun. And we had random friends in there and we ended up talking and he sent me a message on Instagram and was like, Hey, I found you on the old Instagram. Do you want another follower? And for some reason I was like, this guy might be important. So I clicked on him because I knew there was some, 
no, no, no. Well, yeah, I, I'm, I visited him after 30 days, so I knew it was important. But I clicked, you? I clicked on his profile because I'm like, who is this guy? Because I feel like he's important in my life. It was a weird like past life or weird synchronous. Uh, and now here we get, are married. I don't get too weird, but I clicked on his profile picture. His profile picture was him and Ben, his brother, who's also our co-host, uh, shoving water bottles up their noses. So he was like shoving a water bottle, if you can imagine it, up his nose. And he was like, you're <laughs> like, that was his picture. I and know. I was like, love it first sight. So attractive. I don't know what I was die. thinking like, about that picture geez. either. I don't. I, I can't imagine why I would shove a, a water bottle up my nose, except and give me some shit. So you don't. You don't remember how that picture was taken. No, he's probably. Oh, I was drunk, drunk a lot back then, like yeah. a lot. It was a long time. Ago. I have no idea. It was just funny because I'm like, this is. I think this person. I'm gonna marry them, and I really want to know what they look like. And Joe looks different in every single picture that he takes. Like that. <laughs> is that what the picture was? <laughs> was I was close. doing it all wrong. I was doing it all wrong when I was on all those dating apps. They always Did said, "Oh, fire. take a take a picture, take a picture with an animal or a dog." I'm like, I don't own a fucking dog. I'm not gonna take a picture with a random dog. Take, take a, a picture with Zaz. Oh yeah, I got a hamster. <laughs> yeah, but. No, you just have to. Well, you already have a girlfriend. That's a crazy thing. So, does your girlfriend live in the state you live in? At least you're close. She lives in the house I live in. Yep. Oh, fuck yeah. She might be walking in here in a second. (laughs) Oh no, that's cool. I was just saying, like when Joe and I met, we didn't live within two thousand miles of each other. Oh yeah. (laughs) We we actually we met during the pandemic, so it was like you know we didn't have shit to do except hang out each other's apartments. And I hated leaving my house. So I just had everybody come over to my apartment. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you hate leaving your own show. So I'm glad you came. Over I, I hate leaving honor. anything where I'm not completely in control of everything. <laughs> well, I'm actually glad you came on our show. This was a good fit. I don't know if you liked coming on our show, but it oh, it's was fun. It, Very relaxed. It's funny. I didn't even know <laughs> when the damn tell them right now. <laughs> I, I didn't even know when the show started, which was good. Like the first five minutes is me talking about acid. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we were too. We were, we're like whole shows. We're on. live right now, but let's talk about our acid trip. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever so know fun. where it's going to go either, but we can let you guys go. I know it's late over there. It's only eight thirty here, so yeah, what, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, it's late over there, but uh, I do have to work tomorrow. I know cool. we always end the show with that. That sucks, but I have to work tomorrow. Yeah, we all have to work tomorrow. Everyone yes. has to work tomorrow. Yeah, we should but, do a game night where, like, we we play like a video game on Twitch or something. Oh yeah, that oh, would be so yeah. fun. No, Let's we should that. we should play cards against humanity. Can oh, you play that you on? Go. Can you play that on Zoom? I think you can't. Well, yeah, you can't. So, what do you have? Cards against humanity, all of you. Yeah, I think so. I don't have it. Well, you have to buy it. And then you draw your own cards and then you can just like hold the card up. I think there is, there is a, like a mobile app. I'm very, I'm super old about it. Cause I'm an old person and I just don't like doing the mobile, like where they draw it for you and they draw your cards for you. I want to have it in my hand and look at it. You can definitely play it online. I found a weird website. So you can, and we could totally do that. We could just make a show where we do that, but we could game and play like call of duty mobile or something. That'd be so yeah, that'd be fun. Awesome. So fun. Dude, Bobby, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you all. on for like, I don't know, nine months and you just fucking snubbed me. So whatever. But oh. Janet, we love you. 
thanks, for, thanks for joining us and we'll be talking soon i'm sure and we're gonna end the stream now and then you guys hang out for a second while we say our smooches okay Deuces. okay all right bye all guys right. thanks Thank everybody you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.